0: I Buddy. It's Evil Jeff here, and it is the 79th episode of CBQ Legacy, that is comic book queers. Oh my god, today is a special day, one of the most specialest days in the entire year. That's right, it's my birthday, and to help celebrate it, I'm here with Brett.
1: <gasps> Happy birthday, my love. Happy 25th. Second,
0: oh, come on, let's be honest. I'm a little older than that. <laughs> 30, uh, 31, <laughs> 31. Uh-huh. Uh huh. that's funny because you know, I'm 35, uh, which is especially uh-huh. funny because I'm 39, <laughs> right? <laughs> because mm, and that's sure? well, I mean, you know, 39, which is closer to more realistically take. 40, which, um, would be the age mm. that I still tell people, even though I'm 40.
1: Happy forty third. <laughs> That's okay. On Grinder and Scruff, we'll always be thirty nine.
0: I do find I just tell people I'm forty because I look like I'm still in my thirties, so people are. Just, so I just say forty.
1: I, and then if people uh, try to
0: question me, I go, "Well, I just said 40s.
1: Forties. You, did you not hear? the How rest? old are
0: you? Forties.
1: <laughs> thirty. Just trail off at the end. Yeah. I used to, I feel like I used to pass for young, but it's like time's a ticking on that. And I gotta straighten up a little bit. Well,
0: I can't, I moved to LA 10 years ago. And I remembered when I first moved to LA, everyone still thought I was in my 20s. Like I passed for my 20s. And then one day that stopped, but now I still pass for my 30s. So I'm just, I I feel like I'm just tracking about five years younger. And I hope I don't Dick Clark it where you just suddenly age a hundred years all at once. Um, but I'm hoping that I just will keep this five years lo- younger looking.
1: I wouldn't mind aging all at once. I wouldn't mind waking up one morning and being like, well, that's over.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Well, what did you do this weekend? I did something fun. This,
1: this weekend. Um, ew, I went to the movies.
0: Oh, I went to the movies too. Ew. Ah, I saw Shazam.
1: You saw Shazam. I I think you mispronounced it. Don't forget the exclamation point. It's Shazam! Shazam!
0: (laughs) Shazam! I actually kept yelling that in the theaters. Like, when the thing would come out, I would go, (laughs) Shazam! Oh, and guess who sat behind me? These people were talking behind me, and I was like, oh, crap. It's like these young boys without parents are like yap yap yapping away, laughing at everything that isn't funny and being like, yeah, and they're gonna uh, force
1: your forty-three-year-old ass to be like, um excuse me, boy. Well
0: I went and looked behind me and gave like a stern looking.
1: You gave a look. And, Good job. But
0: I but I and that look turned into amazement because it was a celebrity. <laughs> it was what a child it? celebrity. It's the twin brother from Blackish. The girl who plays his twin sister is now starring in the little that new, like where Regina Hall wakes up little.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's starring in that.
0: She's starring in that. And part of me wanted to be like, can you keep it down? I know you're just bitter because your sister has a movie coming out and you don't, but I didn't do that. Don't do that. But it was like, Oh, you're famous, famous people watching movies. And it's weird because I saw it in Sherman Oaks. Where Blackish takes place, they live in Sherman Oaks. Weird. Ooh, talk about method. I know, right? Anyway, so sh- shazam. Do,
1: do, ce- do celebrities talk during movies?
0: This one did. Shit. Yeah. Shazam. Um, let's do our typical on three? on three. Hated it or loved it. Ready? Yes. One, one two, two, three. three.
1: It doesn't matter what I think because I don't have children. (laughs) What? (laughs) I loved it. Oh, yeah? Okay, good. You just thought it was okay? I thought it was an enjoyable ride.
0: I really liked it. It happened. Oh, my God. Why are you dead on the inside?
1: It's just, it's such a kids and family movie
0: um what the fuck are you talking about people are getting their heads bitten off people are cussing it is not a kids movie
1: well i thought i think it actually had tonal challenges
0: i actually agree with that but i kind that's what i liked about it i liked that it was like a family movie but then people are getting murdered and eaten and they're cussing and i liked that I like that it didn't know what the fuck it wanted to be because it, it was basically because <laughs> what it wanted pointy, to be. Movies. No, because what it wanted to be was entertaining for me because it was family when I wanted it to be family and it was dirty when I wanted it to be dirty.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: And I love that actor from it. So I always I liked him. So I thought Freddie steals the show for me.
1: Yes. Love him and love. Well, we won't give away too many spoilers just yet, but there are coming.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this, and yeah. uh, and it's weird because uh, overall. And then uh, Zach is it Zachary Levi or Zach Levi?
1: Zachary Levi.
0: Zachary Levi. He's great. I love him.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's great. What, great are, casting your, what for are your this? problems
0: with this movie? Why are you not loving it? I mean, it, it just
1: didn't appeal to me. I, you know, I just I don't like kids and family genre. I don't. I don't even like the animated genre, mostly unless it's about superheroes. No, because you could, you like, didn't even fun, like Teen Titans, cute.
0: which was amazing.
1: Yeah, it's just it's <sighs> cute. It was cute. Um, it it's just it's what's the word I'm looking for? Saccharine, schmaltzy.
0: See, I felt that all of the murder and stuff kind of took away from that, and it really played. I, I felt like it it was very funny. I thought it was funny. Like it kind of took that and turned funny. it on his head, like the whole Santa I Claus it was funny. running I wasn't gag. Cracking up. Yeah, sure.
1: He's great. Put in a throw in a drunk. He's great. Throw in something for mom and dad. A drunk Santa. Oh my god. No, I don't mean to be this down on it. I, you're just you're forcing me to take this role, which fine, that's fine. Okay. I thought it was garbage. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't <laughs> think it was garbage. It just you know, it's I'm smiling and nodding the entire time, but then I get up and put my coat on and leave.
0: How was the audience reacting to it?
1: Um, there was one guy in front of us who was loving off. it so <laughs> practically, like emotionally. He was loving it so much. Every little gag, he would crack up. I was I was thrilled for him. Yeah. I wouldn't want to enjoy a movie that much?
0: My uh, audience is very into it. And then maybe that yeah, like pushed me, uh, like leveled me up, but I just felt, and I think I went in with low expectations. So I just thought it was like really, I thought it was really, I think it just, sometimes it was cute. Sometimes it was sweet. Sometimes it was sad. Sometimes it was funny. Sometimes it was dark. Sometimes it was dirty. There was a weird gay reference that was thrown in there.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Like the fat, like it turns out the fat kid is gay.
1: Yes. I loved that. Not my <laughs> thing.
0: Uh, what's not your thing? Fat kid? That's what he says
1: when they leave the titty bar.
0: Oh, I thought you were like, he's. I'm not into him. I'm like, well, he's underage. So.
1: No, they leave the titty bar. He goes, it's not my thing. But
0: if like, you were, oh, but it also dead. is, I think it's a good movie for pedophiles because hear me out. If you're watching this movie and you're a pedophile and you're like, oh, look how attractive these young boys are in the movie, then they become adults. So then you're like, ha, ha. Shazam, this is what you should be attracted to.
1: yeah it's a perfect movie to teach a pedophile a lesson you're absolutely right um so the kid from it i didn't even recognize who he so you knew that right like because i remember you read captain marvel on a ew i read a dc book segment and you were like was there always this family of of this is
0: the weird thing
1: diverse kids this is
0: the weird thing the book picks up almost as if it's like the 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 book, the new comic book is like following the movie. And it's and it, picking it up exactly right when the movie ended, but the comic book was released months before. Why? Yeah. What, that was, who decided that? Because I hated it. Because I was like, I don't understand this. This is not the Shazam I know. What are all these kids doing yeah, here? Yeah, but you
1: knew what was going to happen in the movie then. Yes, yes. The whole time just because of your review. I know. And that's, that I feel that
0: ruined it, the surprise for me. Because Joe didn't know my boyfriend. And he was like, oh, oh, yes. Because spoiler, everybody, everyone gets Shazammed. All of the foster children are Shazammed. And can I just say the Asian kid?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you and, know who that the, is? And the
0: Latin kid. He's from Riverdale, right?
1: Yeah, he was the original Reggie. They replaced him with a hotter Reggie.
0: But wait, yeah, Ross wait, Butler. What? Wait, they replaced... There's a different... They got yeah, a different Asian guy to...
1: It's because I think Ross Butler, who was the original Reggie, he got into schedule issues with... Um, uh what's is it 13 reasons why or oh that's right to he's in thir- used to love?
0: no he's in 13 reasons why too yeah yeah
1: so i feel like there was a conflict there i don't know if that's why they replaced him but yeah they replaced him with i think his name is christopher melton and he is one fine man
0: wait now i need to see
1: he's hotter than reggie Butler, the
0: actors i need to see which one yeah. do i think is hotter
1: it's Christopher Melton.
0: Oh, cuz Christopher Melton, he's in a movie. He's lately. in the new one with the girl the other girl from Blackish, the older sister, which that trailer looks awful.
1: Awful. Well, but he basically he comes
0: up to her and he's just like she's like, "I'm being deported and I don't believe in love." And he's like, "Oh, you're being deported? That's a shame. Well, guess what? I bet you I can make you fall in love with me in one day and then we'll get married and I can keep you from leaving the country." And so he's like... That's proved- what it's about? Yeah. Doesn't that sound awful?
1: Whatever. That jawline. You know I what?
0: It. Okay. You know what? Here's the deal. There's something... Okay. Here's the thing. Charles Melton, the new guy from Riverdale, he's... If we had to, like, formulaically add up and scientifically decide who's more attractive, I think he is more attractive. But just looking at them together... I feel that Ross Butler has a bigger penis and would be better in bed.
1: Yeah. So I think if I had to
0: choose, I think if I had to choose, I would choose Ross Butler, who is in Shazam, and him and Shazam made it. I think maybe the Shazam is throwing me. And whoever the the Latin guy, the fat kid, turned into that Latin guy with that
1: beard. He
0: was so hot. Oh.
1: So I didn't even recognize who it was playing adult Freddy. System. Oh,
0: come on. It was
1: Until the end. I was like, wait. What? <gasps>
0: are you crazy? Fucking Adam I, Brody. I,
1: I, I, did, I did not even, I was sitting there going, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? I was so mad. And
0: literally Freddy, the character playing that, is Adam Brody younger. Like, it's like, that was the most perfect yeah. casting. But Joe, my boyfriend, recognized something as a storyboard artist. He sees things and he goes, oh, I think he was cast later and they changed out the part and reshot it. And I was like, what? And he's like, did you notice how in every scene, he's only floating? And every scene, he's separated out from everyone else. And you never see wow. him with the other characters wow. if you actually watch
1: it. <gasps> Ooh, good eye, Joe. So But we're I would like to, up.
0: we have to look that up and see if they originally were like, we they just shot someone else. And then they were like, oh, it's a shame you didn't do Adam Brody. And they were like, fuck. We Damn,
1: have to that do that. Damn, that just happened in something else where I was watching and I was like, I think she filmed a different day. I think it was Hill House, an episode of Hill House. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so Shazam was great. It was fine. Uh, it was Darla, super fun. It was super fun. Um, the youngest sister, Darla, great. Uh, was the most, she was so adorable to me. And it was driving me nuts who she turned into when they turned into the adult Shazams. Um, but it turned out it was an actress from Brick who I really like. Ryan Johnson's Brick. Um, also, when Mary, the foster daughter's foster sister, was introduced, I was like, well, that's Mary Marvel. Oh, you can't say Marvel. Right. And in the credits, she's Mary Shazam. Mary Shazam. They're the Shazam. The, oh, I'm sorry, Shazam. Uh, excuse me. Shazam. They're the Shazam. They're the Ugh. Shazam family. Two tickets to Shazam, please. So my review of Shazam is basically this. Hurry up end game. I just wanna watch end game. I thought it was great the whole way through.
0: I I know what it is. I'm a sucker for kids that I'm a sucker for orphans. You know? Oliver yeah, you Oliver Twist. N- not
1: one though, right?
0: Um, you know, uh no. I think oh, they're my real yeah. parents. No, they are they are my real parents, yes. I am not an orphan. I'm just jealous. Because <laughs> you know, I, want, I just, you know, it's like I want to try gruel, you know, the things that orphans eat.
1: I want to break into a musical number where I have to kick a can in a cobblestone street because I'm so frustrated.
0: Please, sir, I want some more. I want some more Shazam. You're
1: going to watch Shazam 2 if they make one? Of course. It probably is going to have that Black Adam in it. Mm. oh I thought the villain was weak I was excited because I know Dr. Silvana I was excited about him but eh. he was right up there with a Marvel villain who cares
0: (laughs) well how about we move into the world of TV
1: oh that would be great and actually Um,
0: I will say though um, we did get a letter and uh, we actually are being boycotted right now from the, the million, the million moms. Oh, what an honor. And, um, well, it is an honor, but I feel we shouldn't be losing any, um, viewership. So I no, felt in a way we should be even reaching out to the right wing, um, and expanding their minds. But the only way I could get them to get rid of the boycott is if the president of the Million Moms agreed to come on to give her reviews because I told her which TV shows we're watching. And I felt they were all very gay inclusive and and apt to what we are, you know, what our show is about. And she Mm -hmm. demanded um, that she be on to review those shows as well. So I hope you don't mind, but she is sitting here with me in LA. um, And her name is uh, uh, Veronica Christlike. And, oh. uh she is here today. Um, hi, Veronica. Veronica, here. Do you have your headphones on? Yes, I have my headphones on. And I've just heard you guys just making jokes and talking about pedophilia as if that's funny. Well, I'll tell you what, it is not funny.
1: It's a little funny.
0: Who am I talking to? Who is this? Who is this voice this is- in my head?
1: Uh my name is Brett and I am a co-host of this show. Well it Ms. sounds Christ-like. like the
0: voice of Satan. You sound like you sound like the devil's decorator, I'll tell you that much. You well, sound like a, a thank you. you sound like a hum- homosexual.
1: I am one card carrying oh! Mrs. Christlike. Oh my god. Mrs. like I understand oh you god. are on our show to talk about gay friendly TV.
0: That is correct. And I will just tell you right now I'm feeling a little parched. Um, evil Jeff, and the fact that your name is evil, I, I besmirch you, and I beseech you, and I'm gonna throw some holy water on you. <laughs> ah! Oh my God! Ooh! Ow! This oh. is this smells like gasoline. Oh, whoops! Is... Well, sometimes the Lord will bless any liquid that He needs. I got a preacher. He'll bless a bottle of gin if you got if you want to. And anyway, so why don't you go wash that off and, and me and Mr. Evil Brett will take over the show for a bit. All right, Brett, I need to wash this off because I'm afraid she's going to set me on yeah. fire. Can you handle go, this? go have a cigarette
1: while okay. you're at it? Yeah, all I got right. this. I got this.
0: Uh,
1: <clears throat> all right. Let's begin the interview, Mrs. Christlike. All right. Thank you. Um, thank you so, so much. Some of, mm-hmm, you're very welcome. Um, And bless your heart. A lot of our shows uh, feature some some very gay-heavy, some very queer-friendly uh, plots. I know. Audiences. And, uh, I'm I mean, hoping to
0: boycott all of these shows because they're evil. Okay.
1: So shows like The Magicians, um, shows like the new season two of uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, um, oh shows like Doom Patrol on the.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to to speak in tongues for a little bit just to get the energies of Jesus to enter my soul as we start talking about these.
1: Oh, okay, great. Uh, So you have the spirit. May we continue?
0: Yes, we can. Which of uh, the Satan's minions are we talking about first?
1: We are talking about The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, season two premiere first. Oh,
0: my God. Do you watch this show?
1: I have not gotten to see season two yet. It's something I will do after we record this episode. Have but you seen you the don't... first season? I have. I have. It's very satanic. So I wanted to start big.
0: I locked myself in a room. And I put, I I filled up a bathtub and I had my preacher, the one I referred to earlier, and he blessed the tub. So I was bathing in holy water. And I'm going to tell you right now, I watched every single episode. And by episode four, as they kept talking and, and bringing forth the Dark Lord, I will tell you this, the tub started to bubble. And they and you know what the grossest part was? There was something even grosser than Satan in that show. Was it a foul
1: odor? What?
0: It is the the homosexual relationship of the cousin,
1: the African
0: American Mm -hmm. cousin is engaging in homosexual relationship. Homosexual Mm, relations. They were having orgies. It was awful. And so I, really? I I, binge watched all of it. And I will say, it's a little, it's exciting. It's exciting, you know, because Satan, oh. Satan wants her to sign her name in the dark book. And you're like, don't sign your name in the dark book, Sabrina. Please don't right. sign your name. But she does. And it picks up in season two after she signed her name in that dark book. And she dyed her hair. She dyed, yeah. Oh, well, no, because there's a Christmas special. Did you not watch the Christmas special?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Around Christmas.
0: But this takes place now that, um, you know, she's starting the new school year. She starts Mm -hmm. the new school year, but she only wants to go full time. Full time at the Academy of the Dark Arts. Oh, my goodness. And so she but that's the thing she decided to get away from her friends at Baxter High. But I think that's I don't know which school she should go to because at Baxter High, they are promoting female equality. And she's Mm -hmm. friends with an African-American. And she's Mm -hmm. also friends with a friend with someone that just came out as transsexual.
1: Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. evil
0: of transsexual and their friend Susie decided to be referred to as Theo in this episode, and decided <gasps> to try congratulations. out. But no, not congratulations. I Why? will still call her Susie. I will oh. not respect her, her choices and her freedoms.
1: No, oh, Mrs. Christlike.
0: I will not, not. and she decided to join a boys' basketball team when we all know that girls should not be playing any sports. Girls' sports are part of Satan's... That's part of Satan's plan.
1: Oh, come on. Girls' sports are fun. Have you ever played any?
0: Of course not. The closest I came to playing a sport was me chasing after young pregnant women at Planned Parenthood.
1: Well, that's a sport.
0: Anyways... As I was saying, it's also the fact that she decided to join, to try out for the basketball team. But this little, this little Satan's helper couldn't even play basketball. So Sabrina comes in and just does her magic voodoo to make her good at basketball. Which makes me think, what's she going to do when she actually has to play a game when you're not watching Sabrina? Which makes me think, I think the whole WNBA is voodoo.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then here's the worst part, and this is where I got a little conflicted because I started to agree with the Academy of the Dark Arts. There's a thing called uh, The Best Boy, The Top Boy, I believe. No, Top Boy, which apparently... Did not have any homosexual connotations. And the really? top boy is like the head is like the head witch or warlock, but it's always uh-huh. been given to a man. So Sabrina mm. decides a woman should be able to go for it. And I don't oh. think that's true. And they every so mm. ba- basically these three demons were summoned to stop her from ascending oh. to the highest rank because there's always mm. a high priest rules everything. Right. And she now looks like she's being destined to be the high priestess. And, and the devils do not want a woman in charge because she's going to change things.
1: She oh, is going to change things. Oh, magic is very, things. very misogynistic.
0: Yeah, so basically it's her fight misogyny, which misogyny, uh, which I just totally disagree with. And I felt mm-hmm. conflicted because in the end I was on the side of Satan. And so that was very conflicting with me.
1: Mrs. Christ-like, have you ever experienced same-sex attraction?
0: I I most certainly have not. I most certainly have not! The closest I came to same-sex attraction is one night I was doing the rosary, and I'm not even Catholic, I was just reciting it just to see what kind of devil thing those catholics do and as i was reciting the rosary i started and got a vision of the mary and then and mary was very beautiful and i was like oh my god you're so beautiful and then mary looked at me and said lesbian and i was Uh, like oh and that made me realize catholicism is evil and that's why i'm a, a good protestant
1: um there are other reasons why catholicism is evil but let's talk about the magicians do you watch that one too
0: do you know what a magician is
1: a, a sorcerer of satan. a sorcerer mm.
0: and do you know what a sorcerer is a follower of satan
1: uh probably could have just jumped to follower of satan
0: it's all about satan these shows are all just dealing with and then they're there talking are- about gods uh what is the first commandment there shall be only one god Yes, that's well, I'll right. I
1: take your word for that.
0: And there's a whole bunch of gods in this one girl, again, with a woman. A woman who happens to be the worst actress out of all of them. And for some yeah. reason, she is being given, this Julia has been given the powers of a god.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, we agree on one thing, lady.
0: But it looks like um, in this, Margot has now returned to Earth.
1: Mm -hmm, With her two axes.
0: With her two axes named Sorrow and Sorrow.
1: Sorrow and Sorrow. Because she
0: wants to exorcise young Elliot, the demon out of Elliot, which that part I was like, I'm okay with that. Although, unfortunately, it's the homosexual actor. And I'm like, I don't know if, I mean, you need to not only, there's more than one demon you need to get out of him, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Well, she has two axes.
0: Yeah, first X, get um, out the actual demon. Second X, get out the demon of homosexuality. That's
1: actually, very clever, and you are an awful woman.
0: Okay, I've you know I've been called that by way better people than you. Really, who? Um, Ellen.
1: She's not better than me. She's awful.
0: All right. Whatever you say, we hate her. Okay,
1: just so you know. Oh, you do? Oh, her. thank
0: good, uh, thank the Lord. I know her with her evil lesbian menace that she's unleashing with her lesbian dancing unleashing onto to poor oh, unspecting why. morning viewers. Anyway, that's not why. There is one um, thing that I found interesting in the Magicians, yeah. and it yes, was this what? this world of of time traveling back into an older self. When you Ooh, and there was a world me. where where uh where um what are their names again the the
1: Quentin co- and you and um Alice so
0: Quentin and Alice are no longer together as I assume and like, and so Quentin not. hates Alice but then Thanks, he sir. had to go to a spell back when they were in college and when they were in college that's when they were having carnal relations. And so that's when they were at the biggest mm -mm -mm go of their relationship. So then suddenly Alice was with a Quentin in the present that still loved her. And then Quentin went to the past with an Atlas that still loved him.
1: Right. So they had to switch bodies past Quentin and present Quentin so present Quentin was in past Quentin and past Quentin it's, you get it
0: and I will say that I kind of wished I had that power it was very moving to me because I I also once I'm I had a relationship and that I wish that that person hates me that I wish um that I wish um I could still you know I could do that and go back in time and um, and remember what things were
1: oh wow before so um,
0: before yeah, I was with a man and we were engaged yeah. to be married.
1: And oh, then um uh, what happened?
0: Well, I found out that um Yeah. He uh he wore yeah. he came he came to a date wearing a pair of shorts and I had to cast him out as a homosexual. Oh,
1: uh, you thought that made him a homosexual? I was just gonna say he has no taste. Well, I feel like you and I have the same outcomes, but for different reasons on a lot of things. I don't uh, know. You ain't so bad. Uh, but you okay. are an awful woman.
0: Okay. Um, how did you feel about the episode, Evil Brett?
1: I, I thought it was fantastic. I uh, thought that Fen and Tick had a lot of fun, which and they're two great characters, and they deserve some spotlight. Um, I loved the body swap stuff. I thought that was amazing. When Quentin woke up, while having sex with Alice and kind of, and bailed on it. (gasps) And I realized it was present Quentin that will, oh my God, what a a great moment. Um, I also loved that. I will say, I heard,
0: I was talking about it earlier with Evil Jeff and he said, he guessed as the kiss was happening, he guessed that that was going to happen out loud.
1: Oh, well, did he guess that Margot was going to take a book and menstruate all over it in order to get it going? That was
0: disgusting we should never talk about a woman's menzies
1: how do you feel about them referring to her menzies as shark week
0: I didn't get it
1: okay there's blood in the water Mrs. Christlike
0: oh I wouldn't watch
1: Jaws
0: I wouldn't watch any of those shark movies or shark natives because sharks are Satan's swimmers Mrs. Christlike you know what, else is, Satan, was, you know what else is Satan what? swimmers? sperm yep
1: yeah. Mm Hmm. Are you a mother? You. Oh, sorry. You are the president of One Million Moms. I would imagine. Yes, I am a mother,
0: and I have four kids. Five, technically. There's just one that's not speaking to me right now. Why? Well. Gay. She. No. No. She is not gay. She is. Um. She's in the (laughs) WNBA. (laughs)
1: <laughs> really congratulations no
0: she's playing sports <laughs> all right whatever let's just move on
1: yeah let's move on to our final show doom patrol which i gotta say i don't know doom. now do you know what
0: doom is as, as an adjective for
1: menstruation satan uh
0: it's for Satan, and this was mm-hmm. the most satanic episode out of the whole bunch. Even the one that literally where they were worshiping Satan wasn't as Satan y as this Satan filled Satan fest.
1: So, do you feel it was satanic because it was an episode very much steeped in drag culture featuring yes. sentient teleporting genderqueer streets who me and Evil Jeff absolutely adore?
0: Yes, a, a straight. First of all, a street being sentient, that is disgusting. That is definitely not right. That is not right. I shan't It's dark-sided and I shan't have it. And dark-sided. the street is genderqueer and it's taken in. Yeah. it's taken in all outcasts and genderqueer people. And then the righteous group, what was the name of that group trying to get them all?
1: Yeah, it's the Department of Normalcy, Mr. Hart. The Department
0: of Normalcy. Finally! Why isn't the show about them? They sh- they're the heroes.
1: Because they're horrible, like you. They stand for everything that is antithetical to the show.
0: Now, I will say, as I was doing some reading up on this show, it looked like the Danny the Street. Used mm-hmm. to speak the in the comic book, spoke in a homosexual language called Polari.
1: Polari, and
0: he and he did not speak that in this yep. episode. Did that make you upset, Evil Breath?
1: Um, no, it made me realize that Polari, uh, much like is gay bars, are an obs- is an obsolete thing. But I, yeah, ancient evil, yeah. There's a connection. <laughs>
0: But as you take a look, it looked like Danny the Street would die if they stopped having drag shows. If they stopped having drag shows. He had to have a party going on all the time or his heart would stop beating, which shows you that if Satan equals the devil, which he does, which Satan equals the devil and Danny is Satan because Danny is the street and streets are evil, too. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I just went off on a tangent and I kind of lost track.
1: I was following. I was keeping up.
0: But that means, that shows you how the the beating heart of Satan is drag mm-hmm. queens.
1: Is a drag show. It's the best. I don't know. I think the Satan thing is a false equivalent, but I do think you're right about drag culture being the heart, the lifeblood of Danny the Street.
0: And then we went into a whole other topic. A whole other plotline, you know, storyline B of Jane having her uh, other alter, another personality called Karen. And Karen she, is
1: the worst, much like you,
0: she guest of this show. is someone that just loves romance. And she loves love. And she loves straightness. And she loves being married to a man. I, and she loves she pleasing loves her husband. And she loves making sure, looking at someone in the eyes until they believe what you want to believe.
1: Brainwashing. She brainwashes them into They're, some...
0: Some boring, people say brainwashing. Some people say pleasantly suggesting until you break.
1: You know what, you fucking bitch? I think that's what one million moms do. I think they brainwash you.
0: What are you talking about? I don't, I don't think. That's you know true what I'm talking all. about? We're it's trying to cult. help everybody.
1: And there's only like three hundred of you. I'm on to you, sister. There's
0: not three hundred of us. There oh, is three
1: hundred if you're lucky.
0: There is. God, okay, I'll admit it. There's five. There's five
1: left. There's five? There's only five of us left.
0: All Runs of us. To Christ Lake. Well, I, I will say, I lost a hundred when I said, "Okay, we're going to be making a television appearance on the Seven Hundred Club," and everybody went to their hairdressers, and they all had a sassy gay hairdresser, and those damn sassy gay hairdressers convinced them that what they were doing was wrong. But I don't go to a sassy hair gay hairdresser. No, I go to a straight eighty-year-old woman to do my hair, and as you can see. As you actually, you can't see because you're on the other side. My hair looks awful and I'm proud of it because I'm not affected by any, any sin.
1: I hope those five women who were left in your organization leave because you're appearing on this show and they were either too bored or too charmed by this interview.
0: Hey, hey, I'm back. I, hi, um, you sound like you're very upset, Brett. Are you okay?
1: I am very upset. You tell her to
0: get off our show. Well, I never. I never. And you know what? I thought I could come on this show so that maybe I could show you guys the the light of Christ. But I'll tell you what, there is no hope for you. Both of you are going to rot in hell for all eternity. All right, well, good. Well, we'll
1: see you there, good. Christ-like. All right. Praise Satan.
0: Yeah, praise Satan, cunt. Oh! Yeah, beat it. Push her out your window. Beat it. Beat it. Ah!
1: Thank you. Is she murdered?
0: Um... I think she is hurt. All right, I hope no one saw that because I think I technically... All right, hopefully the police won't. All right, well, everyone that heard this, uh, give me an alibi because she was awful.
1: Ugh. Ugh. How did that go? Let's talk about... It went great. Let's talk about some X-Books.
0: Okay. All right, perfect.
1: Uh, Oh, she got under my skin. Oh, I know. Don't they? So we've had probably... One of the best X books I've read in a while come out. I, of course, am talking about Major X by Rob Liefeld. All right,
0: are Are we going to talk about this?
1: No, not long.
0: Are we going to talk about this?
1: Yeah, let's talk about it. I was... I was...
0: Okay, we were talking about Satan before.
1: I, I was... Yes. He
0: signed a deal with the devil because... He can't draw, and he characters are so lifeless. And he can't write, so I'm like, "What did you do? How? Who agreed to this, and why?" Because I, Major X. So first of all, we're just finally trying to get rid of all of the time jump shit.
1: Oh, I don't even know.
0: And then he's going to double down on it. And then he is so fucking full of himself that he can't even write in the continuity of the X-Men. He has to have this major X go back in time to the old X-Force when he was right.
1: Excuse me. Look, anyway. I'm burping
0: because Satan is coming <laughs> on,
1: out so of me. So apoplectic. Anyway. This takes place when I was writing yeah, before they turned Shatterstar gay. Fuck, shatter you. start,
0: okay, fuck, go fuck you. yourself. Yeah, and it's like literally every line is like like every line is a bad, like Clint Eastwood catchphrase. Did he every literally line. say to
1: Domino you hit like a girl? Yes! Literally ah! say that? What? what? The fuck? you hit like you hit like a girl we what are you this is definitely time traveling back to when you wrote comics mr lee felt it was
0: it was one of those things where i'm like i'm gonna give this a chance i'm gonna just be a blank slate and just see what is he bringing to the table and he brought a hot fucking turd to the table in every way possible Every way possible. The drawings, I will say he was like, I'm gonna draw feet and I'm gonna shorten the tor I'm gonna shorten the legs a bit, but sometimes he's shortened them too much, and I'm just like, Honey, seven heads. Like just go seven- the body length should be around seven heads. You know, six and a half to seven. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard.
1: There's another line where he's like, Beast, you're bigger thicker like what is and i'm like
0: but he's not he's not not how he's drawn Uh, oh oh it's so bad and then here's the fucking reveal
1: oh lord have mercy he's cable's son of course what else would it what other unimaginative did we
0: just drop into our segment things i don't give a fuck about (laughs) i do not have i do not give i could not give one ounce of a fuck for this None. It's awful. It's so,
1: it's so ironic that Rob Liefeld cannot draw feet because this shit is pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> it's all.
0: It's so fucking bad. It's so bad.
1: Yeah, it's fucking bad, and I'm not gonna read it anymore. And you know what? We did make Shatterstar buy as hell, pan as hell, cause he's not something you take seriously. No. And of course he would just be overcome with craven delights when he comes. It's just, it's just fun character work. Why the guy to make Shad is not gay? He's not gay. He's an alpha male. Look at his swords. Shut up. Shut your goddamn mouth. Rob Liefeld and Veronica like Special place in hell for the both of you.
0: All right, let's stop talking about this piece of
1: shit. <laughs> All right, on to another piece. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Onto Prisoner X number two, which takes place in the piece of shit reality that Nate created.
0: I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But it's just kind of like, just get crazy.
1: to it.
0: Just get to it. I honestly yeah, feel all of these would be interesting if it was just like one story. But now that it's five stories being drawn out, I'm just like, all right. Like, is, like, we all know where it's going. We all know it's going to the point where, oh, I'm going to realize this isn't real. Like, I just get to it. Get to it. My thing is, so, has, has uh, Danny Moonstar been seen by a, an actual live character? Because the only person I noticed who actually saw Danny Moonstar is another person that no one else can see. Shard? Yeah, that one Shard person, they were like, no one else could see him when she was talking to him. See her? You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah,
1: yeah, she yeah. She saw sister. Danny
0: Moonstar, but did anyone else see Danny Moonstar? Do you think Danny Moonstar is in his
1: head? Um. Interesting. Danny Moonstar is definitely not in the... Uh, I, the Danny Moonstar that's with Scott is Danny Moonstar, I have to think. Yeah, But for this one to be like, I remember the Earth different. I remember our yellow and black New Mutants costumes. It made me think, wait, maybe this is her. And maybe the her in regular Earth is like a warlock trick. I don't know. But yeah, I think you're right. But
0: I would think, I think that. But Mutant what Ray. what happened in the latest Uncanny X-Men defutes, refutes that kind of. How? Because she's not warlock anymore.
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, th- my theory. Yes, exactly. So, the Prisoner X Danny Moonstar is not the real Danny Moonstar. No. Yes. She's imaginary. There's been no proof. She's like Bruce Willis and us from yeah. the Dead movie. But
0: it's like, I just... Uh, where is this going?
1: Well, it's going five issues, which every time I look, I'm like, wait, what number is this? And I see number two of five. I'm like, oh. I die a little when I see the of Five. Shouldn't it be of four, everybody?
0: Yeah, I I prisoner X number two
1: of five.
0: Yeah, I would have preferred that.
1: Marvelous X Men, Marvelous X Men number four of five. It's not over yet. There's five. Yeah, and Bishop's attacking him. Hurry it up, especially
0: when it's like this new House of House of Ten and. I'm like that's that powers of 10 powers and of 10. house of x what is of it x. house of, I I'm here for that like yeah I guess like I want that like so with all of this stuff I'm just like just it's like it's like I'm edging you know
1: right totally. and it's when it's that's just
0: I, like I'm in that one of those kink porn's no kink.com. Like you're tied to a coffee table. Yeah, I'm tied to a coffee table and they keep jerking me off and right as I'm about to come, yeah. they're like, nope, there's they're another like, oh, duh, 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 duh. there's another the issue. Guy is,
1: <laughs> the guy's is like real old and like real out of shape too for some reason. Not all like, of can them. you never have a hot edger?
0: Oh, uh, hello, Van Darkholm.
1: Oh yeah, true, true, true.
0: Van Darkholm, so one I'm of my gonna... favorite Asian uh porn stars. Although I'm not into like Bondage stuff, so I'm like, can't you do like a normal yeah, porn? I know. I hate it when a hot guy only does weird, fucked up porn.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't you do something normal? Anyway. Anyway. Anywho.
1: Anyway. Uncanny X-Men number 15.
0: I fucking love this.
1: It's good. I've got some issues with it, but it's like, just, I love this run. It feels so great. It doesn't feel like filler sometimes. No, I I feel the
0: writing in it is so good. And there's just these emotional arcs. And the way the characters are in, he knows the characters back and forth. And he's giving me action, stakes, and emotional arcs all in the same book. I fucking love it. So much happened in this. Dark Beast is trying... He basically saved, got rid of the... the. Um, he moved Warlock basically out of all of them and out of uh, Danny Moonstar, uh, Sean, uh, Karma... Wolvesbane. Liliana and Rain. And moved it into a Maedrox dupe. dupe. And he's now trying to like get on everyone's good graces, clearly because he yeah, has an agenda. This is my
1: issue. This is my issue.
0: But in the I'm whole...
1: You're just, just letting Dark Beast walk around? But like, do a, Hey, I'm sticking needles in people.
0: But, what the fuck? But I do feel that Cyclops is like, I know he's going to backstab us. So I feel like I know, he knows. It,
1: but he's doing horrible things to them. Already, yeah. Um, I think it's kind Wait, of funny. He th- and he's he like robot spider legs. You're just letting him walk around. Um, he's like playing pool at Harry's Hideaway. What the fuck?
0: I do love this turn of turning Hope evil. Um, I hate Hope, and yeah. and I the only down part of this episode is that she did not die. I really thought they were killing her off, and I literally yeah. screamed yes when it happened. Oh, um, cool. but she shoots Cyclops in the eye and he is now a literal Cyclops. And I think that's, I no one's ever thought of that before. I think it's brilliant. I think it's I brilliant. It. Why? Yeah,
1: his name is Cyclops. You have to give him one that's, eye. So, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's irony. Stupid. It's his irony. It's stupid now. Why I'm going to shoot you out of my one eye.
0: Who? No, when he wears the visor, it'll still be the same. No, it won't. He's and going to wear because he oh, has a what? crack, because he has a crack in his head, because he has like a crack kind of in his head, his his powers are now unstable and his head can blow up at any minute. I fucking Ugh. love that. And we all know he's just going to get a fake eye at some point and It'll be fine. But right now, oh. I think the irony is beautiful. It's called dramatic
1: irony. Oh, God. No, it isn't. That's when the audience knows something that a character does not.
0: Yes. And I know that it's dramatic irony. I know that he's gonna get the eye back.
1: <laughs> I hate it. Go oh, now. He's gonna wear a ruby quartz monocle. <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate it. love I it. it. I love it. I love it. And it was foreshadowing though. And which one thing I did love, I think it was the last issue where Wolverine got stabbed in the eye with a kitchen knife. <laughs> he's yeah, just like with Cyclops, he sees him in the alley. He's like, "Oh shit!" And Wolverine's just laying on the ground with an eye coming. That panel was hilarious. Which reminds me of another panel that was, in fact, I think it's maybe my favorite X-Men panel of all time. So Scott gets shot by Hope through the eye. He wakes up. Dark Beast tells him, I saved you. I had to. You now have one eye. You were shot through the head. Uh, And then uh, leaves and Havoc is like, hey, bro, how are you? Just checking on you. Blah, blah, blah. Dark Beast was joking around um, that he wanted to give you a robotic tongue the whole time he was operating on you, but we convinced him not to. And then Scott just sticks out his tongue and touches it. Yeah, yeah. The panel of Scott checking his tongue is the most lovable. It's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, Scott.
0: I thought this was great.
1: It Love is it. great. It's it's great. The pacing, the characterization, the momentum, like the, the plot twists, they're great. I just fucking hate that they made Cyclops a Cyclops. And don't call this clever. <laughs> Wait, his name is Do you know how many times somebody was like, his name is Cyclops, we should give him one eye? No. <laughs> I blame Jordan D. White. I don't think he's a very good editor.
0: Oh, Jesus. I loved it, so I think you're just—I think you're—you're you're just wrong.
1: Yeah, let beast, let dark beast walk around. <laughs> Let's just let dark beast. I love just how do- upset you are hey, about all of that. Hey, me and my spider legs are just in your kitchen grabbing a beer. And by the way, I just injected you with an experimental form of cancer to see what happens. That's basically what's happening. I hate it.
0: No, because here's what's going to happen. He's going to have his little twist of like, haha, Well, when I did all of that, I was really planning this. But then Cyclops immediately is going to be like, dude, we knew you were going to do that. And that's why we let you. And we had this contingency plan. And this is going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So I'm fine with it. Okay. They have a contingency plan. Cyclops has a fucking contingency plan. Now, right, I'm going to we'll end. See. I want to end this episode by asking you a question. My boyfriend was asking me this as he took me out to a French restaurant for my birthday last night before I saw Shazam. And he asked me, like, oh, well, these two new books coming out, House of X and Powers of Ten. he's like, what would the teams be? Like, if you could be the editor, what would the teams be? And I actually decided what I would want it to be, and it's not going to be this, but just picture it. And this is totally... What if House of X is back at the school and it is the Grant Morrison lineup and the uh and the the Joss Whedon lineup. So it is and Emma is in there and I know this won't happen but just throw it out I'm throwing it out there. Oh I'm I'm with you. So imagine that the, it's so it's all the students plus um it'll be beast um Kitty Pride, Wolverine, Emma Frost, uh Cyclops, Jean Grey, and then I think I'll throw a, like a Nightcrawler in there and then Colossus. I think that would be House of X. And then Powers of 10, I think they would be like the Extreme Team, the Go Team, the Go Out and Fight Team, Storm's Team. But then they have to go undercover. And their home base will be in Australia.
1: No. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. And it's powers oh of God. and it's powers and of it's ten.
1: Everything I loved.
0: And it's everything I loved. I know this will never happen, but it's just for me. So the here, just hear me out. So the the team lineup would be Storm, uh, Psylocke, Rogue, Dazzler, Havoc, um, and uh, Havoc, and, and we'll bring in back Longshot, because <laughs> why not? But that, because Wolverine and Colossus are on that other team, that would be four extra people we could throw in. Like maybe an Iceman, uh, Bishop, and uh, um, maybe Northstar as a love interest, and somebody else. I don't know. But that was what I, that's what I want. How do you feel about that? Do you have it? Have you thought about anything what you want it to
1: be? Yeah, and it, it doesn't line up with the teaser art.
0: Yeah, I'm just ignoring that completely.
1: Yeah, sure. So, what I want it to be is, and it is also reactivating something that I once loved. I would love it to be like when Xavier in Morrison's Run did the X Corporation and he had like a team in every city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it if House of X was like global HQ and then powers of 10 were stories from all of the teams around the globe.
0: Oh, that's good. And it's like powers of 10. So it's like 10 different locations. I would love 10
1: teams. Do you think, do you think we could legitimately put together 10 teams of 10? Oh yeah. Taking away like a yeah. core team for House of X. Do you think there's enough characters to make, do you think if there's 100 characters that you can split evenly onto 10 teams?
0: Oh Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: is that an exercise we need to try and come back next week?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do.
1: Okay, so you have you have to carve out your House of X core team. Uh huh. So let's say that's five or six, it could be six to eight. Five let's to say eight. you five have. To
0: I'd say you have to have five to eight on a team.
1: Oh, I'm saying powers of ten. You need ten teams of ten. That's the challenge. Oh,
0: you have to have ten teams of ten. Ugh. Yeah. All right, I'll see what I can do. Okay, all right, well, well I'm going to try it. Ooh, that's tough. Let's try it. We're going to do it. That's what okay. we're coming back next week with.
1: That's the challenge. CBQ Legacy Challenge. All right. Carve out 10 teams of 10 to star in the upcoming Hickman Powers of 10. And you have to set eight five to eight aside for House of X.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's time for me to go celebrate my birthday.
1: Have such a wonderful birthday. I wish I could teleport to the West. Yay. I'm saying yay because you can't. Chinese food. <laughs> oh,
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, because um, if yeah. I had
1: power like that, what the fuck would I use it for that I for?
0: <laughs> no, I do wish you could be here. Um,
1: we'll have so much fun.
0: All right, darling. Um, And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We're sorry that I invited that crazy right-winged Million Moms lady, but I think she's still struggling outside, um, writhing in pain. So there's that. That's good. Yeah.
1: Happy birthday.
0: Yes. And uh, remember, everybody, if you read comics, well, I hate to break it to you, but that Uh makes you queer. queer. Goodbye boy